0: What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Cut. Christian, Sean, Randy here for all of your mediocre fantasy football advice. We're moving through June. Uh, I'm I'm personally been ramping up my leagues, ramping up my prep work. I'm excited. I just want football back. Um, it's I'm probably going to find myself in redraft leagues come July. I'm not making any promises to myself, but that's probably what's going to happen.
1: How many leagues are you committing to this year, Sean?
0: I would say 14 would be on the lighter side.
2: That's insane. I mean, you're definitely I mean, not you're definitely going near a, the high part of what I Oh no. About. I'm doing
0: yeah. I mean, I'm doing 8 dynasty leagues in itself. I'm 7 of them are startups this year. One of them is the one we carried over from last year yeah. that I might, I would argue that my team in that league is probably the worst out of any of these teams that I've fucking drafted.
2: Well, after you finished <laughs> last year, that makes sense.
0: <laughs> I finished like seventh. wasn't even that bad. Seventh out of twelve. I was like yeah, you're barely
1: to win all of them, dude. I finished gonna... yeah, that is
0: true. I did win a lot of redrafts. So I I mean Christian, we can go back to the AFL championship if you really want to.
1: Dude, fuck that league. And right. I so in that league, yeah, I'm sorry. Just really quick. In that league, I relied on the Matt Ryan, Austin Hooper stack, and I don't have it anymore, so I'm big fuck That is
0: true. Is. <laughs> Excuse me. All right, so let's get this thing going. Um, So we sent out our weekly poll again, and this one, it was my favorite of the polls so far. Not sure where we're going to go from here because we only have one position left. We've done quarterback, running back, wide receiver. So obviously tight end, but then I don't know what we do after that. Um, So it was, will Bobby Trees finish as wide receiver 15 or better? This one's kind of surprising. So we had 60% say yes, but 40% said no. Yeah. Do we know how many votes we finished with on this one?
2: I think it was between like two fifty and three hundred. I can't really remember. I yeah. think
0: that many people don't think he's gonna finish the top fifteen receiver.
2: Well, I mean, every year he gets undervalued though. So he does. That's fine.
0: Keep yeah, keep sleeping on him. I'll scoop him up anywhere I can and redraft. Absolutely yeah. and yeah, All in right.
2: a, few, a few episodes you'll know where we have him. so accurate. <laughs> <All right.
0: laughs> so um so it's back. You love it. Randy loves it. Randy's review ratings. We have a review that came in from at LucasRoth17. Randy, if you would. All right.
2: The title of the review is best upcoming podcasts. Up and coming. I assume it's supposed to be. But either way, uh, these guys are super relatable and give great advice. I'd recommend anyone to check them out. Exclamation point. Well, Lucas, Lucas <laughs> Roth, 17, we that appreciate
0: my god! Right. Right. You're not supposed to read the punctuation. Uh,
2: <laughs> well, when Randy reads it. He put a punctuation for a reason, Sean. I'm you know, like,
0: Ron Burgundy.
1: You're to it, Randy. I'm not going to scream. Dude, it is, it is like 11. I'm not Dude, screaming.
0: Let's fire our social media intern. I mean, come on. Best upcoming podcast. Come on. We're better than that here. <laughs>
2: <on>. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> as a good week no. in the charts gets a big head you see this
0: but lucas thank you i we appreciate it obviously and uh i like i believe he is one of our um entrants into our uh listener league contest is that right
2: i believe so yes yeah
0: yep so uh there's still time yeah, um our listeners okay. can go ahead and enter well uh, we have plenty of time left we're looking to get as many people as possible so uh off the top of my head, I don't remember what the requirements are, but go back, find our tweet, do the requirements, and that's how you can get entered to join our league and win a signed jersey of a player on your team if you win the championship. That is always something to play for. So what we're going to do today is uh, we did our quarterback rankings show a couple uh, couple episodes ago. Go back and listen to that. We were great as always. Um, so what we're going to do is start our run running back rankings, and we're going to give you part one today. So we're going to go for the top 12. We're going to give 24 total, and um, our I believe our next episode, you will hear the other 12. So we're going to start with this one. Uh, <clears throat> any opening remarks?
3: Uh, no, yeah. let's get it, dude. Yeah.
0: All right, I like the enthusiasm. So we will start with number one. Uh, to nobody's surprise, it's uh, Christian McCaffrey. After the absolutely insane season he had last year, we don't expect him to let up. 467 fancy points. We... Have him stand it out at uh, 1,465 rushing yards on 298 carries, 12 rushing touchdowns, 17 total touchdowns. So we have him as five receiving TDs with 120 receptions, which is just a bonkers number, and 987 receiving yards. Now, the question, obviously, that's on everyone's mind can he really do a repeat season as RB1? Only two guys have done it. In the last fifteen years, and that's Ladainian Tomlinson in two thousand six, two thousand seven, and <laughs> Todd Gurley was RB one in twenty seventeen and twenty eighteen. Boy, that feels like eight years ago. <laughs> right. I mean, um, who's to say he's not going to? I, I did this. He did this with Kyle Allen at quarterback.
1: But yes, but maybe that impacted how much work he got. And if they think that Teddy is going to be able to throw the ball a little bit better than Kyle Allen, which I would hope so based on the amount of money they gave him.
0: And Kyle um, Allen sucks ball sack.
1: Well, and so the, it, you kind of, yeah, he's very bad. Um, <laughs> but you kind of have to weigh two things. Like Christian McCaffrey might see some slot snaps in Matt Rule's offense, which yeah. will definitely benefit him. So I could see it. He definitely has the talent. I'm, um, I, I would go, it's, more likely that he doesn't based on history, but Christian McCaffrey showed us last year that he doesn't give a shit about history. So
2: I will say the only two that have done the last 15 years, ran the ball a ton, and had a lot of pass-catching opportunities, so he is set up from that aspect to continue on this path, and Bridgewater does have the ability to throw it deep, but he, I mean, especially even last year, we saw him in a short time with the Saints, definitely wanted to throw short, quick passes a lot more. I mean, it worked, too. He was undefeated. So I would, yeah. I would expect Christian McCaffrey to get a lot of targets again.
0: I just realized in one of my uh, numerous Dynasty Superflex, I went with the not only the Teddy Bridgewater and Christian McCaffrey stack, I also went with the Teddy Bridgewater and DJ Moore stack, which I didn't realize at the
1: time. But I have all three of those guys,
0: and I'm actually okay with
1: it. I was just going to say those are really good stacks to have. Going to be a bad team.
0: Yeah, that's true. So they're going to be uh, plenty of opportunities. That defense is still going to struggle. Um, all right. So, yeah, right. So a couple of years at least. And uh, I mean, Christian McCaffrey's only like what
1: twenty five. Yeah, sorry. and with a new contract.
0: Yeah. So moving on here to no one surprise number. Well, I guess uh, there. This is maybe a surprise to some people, but obviously McCaffrey number one. Number two, Saquon Barkley, three hundred fifty one fantasy points. Uh, just under 1,200 rushing yards, uh, nine rushing touchdowns. We have him at 88 receptions, 721 receiving yards, and three rushing touch, uh, receiving touchdowns. I mean, the question we have is what do we
3: think his true floor is? I mean, I, he plays a whole season. Which he has yet to do. Mm-hmm. Well, well, no, didn't he play? Did Foles didn't rookie?
1: He? Yeah, his rookie. Uh, I'm,
3: just, I'm just talking out of my ass.
1: <laughs> um, yeah, I think last year was the first time he got hurt. Um, oh, he he was, was um, emphasized two years. He was
0: he was injured in college a lot.
2: He was oh, he yeah. was banged up and injured. To, I don't know if that's the correct term to me at least, but
3: oh, grammar, please
0: screw you.
2: That's not a like grammar. That's a football talk, but whatever. <laughs> uh, <laughs> either way, I like McCain. McCaffrey's a monster. So is Barkley. If he's on the field the whole time, he was really good last year, and he only played what a little over half a year. So if he's yeah. he's gonna get he's gonna get close to his rookie year numbers, if not higher, if he plays a full year. So three yeah. fifty easily in the ballpark.
1: Yeah. See, I think he's playing with. I mean, I don't fully believe in Daniel Jones, and I actually put out some tweets. On our podcast account saying that um, we don't believe in him. Sorry if you guys don't agree. Um, but Randy,
0: correct me if I'm wrong, please. Okay. You know where I'm going with this. Do I? I I'm almost positive that Christian was full on board the Daniel Jones train last year.
2: Uh, yeah. I think for fantasy. For,
1: yeah, for fantasy purposes. But in terms of like. Okay. I, all right. I all think right. His, his ceiling's Andy Dalton to me. It's like, it's yeah,
0: he's not, he's not a good NFL quarterback, and he'd, a bunch he won't be.
1: Yeah, so because of that, I still – what's crazy is I think this is going to be the best version of a quarterback that Saquon's ever played with, and I'm interested to see what that is. Are you, mean, like,
0: are you just saying that because you're including college then, or you're saying that he's better than Eli Manning when it comes to
1: – He's better than Eli Manning Saquon's rookie year. Like Eli yeah. Manning, yeah. back in the day, what, it was, obviously was better than Daniel fucking Jones, but was who, he, um, he
0: had Trace McSorley?
1: I was gonna say, was it McSorley and was it Hackenberg? It, maybe it, it was would one?
0: have been, I believe, it was one season with Hackenberg, and then the rest with Trace McSorley. So, so yeah,
2: this will, a, this will be the best quarterback he's ever had.
0: <laughs> yeah, they were both,
1: <laughs> no doubt. Terrible. Shut up! They're both are terrible <laughs> fucking <laughs> quarterbacks. Yeah. So, I to answer the question, I think Saquon's floor is a low end RB one, and I don't,
0: I, don't, don't, uh, I I don't think, see any way it's not mid, it's not mid RB one. Yeah. I don't see him drop into the low tier.
2: I think floor would have to be like eighth,
1: like
0: Christian,
2: it,
1: Christian, just, Christian. that's kind of low end to me. You know, Christian. like I guess nine through twelve is technically low, but
0: yeah. sure. I would say anywhere from like six to eight. So it's splitting if, hairs,
2: but
1: if he plays the full year, his floor's five.
0: I totally to forgot. the touchdowns. I totally forgot that Christian Hackenberg went into the draft after his junior year. <laughs> yeah, it. But yeah, they played. He that was 2015. But um, I still feel like there was another running back before I mean, Barkley and at Penn State. Uh, I mean, there clearly was, but yeah. Well, the, I mean, yes. Thank you, Randy. Either That's way,
2: either way, Barkley <laughs> played 13 like, games last year and finished his RB. Yeah, so. He's gonna be. If he's not one or two, it's gonna be three. Like, let's be real.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah. I'm on board. That's fine. I mean, like, you can't go wrong if if you're at the top of the draft. You really can't go wrong picking either one. Um, depending on how the board falls, I mean, if you're one, you probably still lean McCaffrey, but I think the gap is a little bit closer than we would think.
2: If you if you don't believe in someone repeating, go Barkley. Exactly. I mean, that's what you. That's your decision.
0: And you're not going to regret taking Barkley over McCaffrey yeah. in any scenario. So moving on to number three, it's Ezekiel Elliott, um, 329 fantasy points with uh, just under 1,500 rushing yards on 323 carries, 11 rushing touchdowns. Also adding in 58 receptions for 486 yards and two touchdowns. Now I standed out both of these guys, and I'm going to completely stay out of this question because we know my answer.
1: So <laughs> I put a. <laughs> I, I, mean so the question is, how will Mike McCarthy? In all,
0: in all honesty, I think they're not. I've I've been on record at saying I don't think Dak puts up the same stats that he did last year. Just because jumping the hundred, jumping seventy pass attempts from one season to the next is nuts. And I get the Kellen Moore still there, but I also think that they were a much worse team last year. Maybe a little bit worse than they're going to be this year. So I think they're going to have to be – they played catch-up a lot in games last season. I don't know if they're necessarily going to have to do that this year because, I mean, what if we hadn't set it out at 10-6, and six, if, if I remember correctly. Am I right here? So, I mean, you're talking two more wins, which to me equals running the ball a little bit more. So I think Zeke's number – if anything, Zeke's numbers are the ones that are going to stay and Dak's numbers are the ones that are going to fall.
2: Uh, Yeah, I agree. I don't think Dak's throwing first nine yards this year. I do think they added, obviously, a, a really good receiver – uh, I think they might have a better tight end this year, basically. But, I, I mean, and this is barely, barely up from last year for Zeke. So, <laughs> we're we're saying Zeke is going to c- keep his uh, progress, get more touches here and there, and only get, I think, like, 20 more fantasy points. So, I think that's easily in the realm
3: possibility.
1: Well, just a certainty. I want to ask you, Sean, how you think this plays out because Mike McCarthy, when he was in Green Bay, didn't turn the ball over to his running backs. I mean, that's the reason you and I had always see had he
0: did, but the problem was it was never the he just had Jamal Williams on the field too much, so he still used both him and Aaron Jones. It's just he didn't evaluate the talent correctly when it came to Aaron Jones. So yeah,
2: I don't think I, can, I don't think the question should be is he going to use the running back position? It's is how much work is Pollard going to get?
1: Yeah. That's the
2: real question.
1: And, I mean, like I said, I think, last episode, we've seen, well, I've seen people questioning maybe Tony Pollard gets some work in the slot to get him on the field because he's really good and he played slot in college. If that's the case, then Zeke still is this productive. But I personally believe that Pollard's going to get more workload than people think. But I don't think it's going to impact Zeke. Like I, th- I also don't think Mike McCarthy has his hand too deep into this offense.
3: Yeah, I
0: think you're maybe more of a believer in Kellen Moore than I am. <clears throat> well, I am. I'm
2: a believer in Kellen Moore's offense, but I'm also a believer that when McCarthy was coaching the Packers, Aaron Rodgers was a better quarterback than Prescott. So I think sure. they're going to try and use Zeke to his fullest extent because you know they pay him too much money.
1: Might as well. <laughs> Yeah, way too much money. Yeah.
0: And and I and I also think that while obviously we talk we talk at I talk at nauseum about the whole Aaron Jones, Jamal Williams thing. Zeke was a, is is a much better running back than Aaron Jones was when Mike McCarthy had Aaron Jones two years ago. That's gonna play a role too. Yeah. Why it's possible Pollard might get worse. I mean, maybe we're both maybe we're all right. And maybe they just throw the ball less. Yeah,
1: yeah. they're going to. They're yeah. Which is crazy because they drafted a receiver at seventeen overall. So. But it,
0: it was one of those Jerry where Jersey. you can't not. I mean, it's one of those. It's like you it's like a fan, It's a fantasy pick. Like we talked about it before the show. It's a I had in a, in a twelve in a twelve team dynasty startup. I had Dalvin Cook fall to me in the second round. I couldn't, regardless of how many shares I already have of him. It's one of those picks where I can't let him go. I have to take him there. It's exactly what happened with CD Lamb. Uh,
1: Plus Jerry Jones. Yeah. That too. <laughs>
2: Jerry Jones help out of defense? Not a chance.
0: <laughs> Watch yeah. them finish at like seven and nine and lose a bunch of games by just a couple points because they can't stop teams at the end.
1: Sounds right. Possible. Yeah.
0: All, right. All right. Number four, Alvin Kamara. Um, this is where it gets a little bit tricky because I think you could put a lot. Of, there's, I think there's at least these two, these next two, you can maybe flip if you really wanted to. And we only have them separated by seven points, but we have Alvin Kamara. Nine hundred ninety-one rushing yards on one hundred ninety-five carries, seven rushing touchdowns. But the passing is where he gets the work. Obviously, eighty-six catches, five hundred sixty yards, six receiving touchdowns, three hundred and fifteen fantasy points. There's a question of does Kamara have? I know I just flipped it the same. I
1: hate this. You day do day. that all the time. I know I hate it, <laughs> but I've
0: heard it both ways. That's the problem. Me too. I'm at least I got. You. At least, yeah, yeah. I'm sure I'll respond. But at least I got better saying his first name. At least I don't call him Alvin anymore. That's true. <laughs> Does he have a shot to finish as the RB1? Honestly, uh, I don't think so because I don't think he gets enough work.
2: Yeah, he's not the just because they're gonna use Latavius. And they're they're I mean, they run the ball a lot, but in their heart, this team is led by Drew Brees. So and I mean these stats are basically the same passing work he got last year in 14 games. And I think only about like twenty five more rushes. So we're not saying a huge uptick uptick in production from him. Almost a demotion in actual how much they're gonna use him. But he's still gonna be this efficient because he's an amazing running back.
1: Yeah, and this is the first year he'd get over eighty one receptions, but we alluded to it last week. I mean, he got eighty one last year and he missed a ton of time. Yeah. Um or he missed time, and he wasn't fully healthy when he was out there. So yeah, he he played fourteen f- games, but he didn't play fourteen games. Yeah, it was like thirteen ish. Yeah, um,
0: boy, that that could not have been more descriptive. Good work, guys.
1: No, for real. Um, but no, I think he does have a shot to be the RB one if if Drew Brees ever takes a step back and he looks to be so. You look at Austin Eckler last year. If Drew Brees' arm goes, which I don't think it has, and I don't think it will, but if it does, I mean, Kamara is way more talented than Austin Eckler, and that could be the role that he takes. But also, Michael Thomas runs slants, and I'm sure Drew can get it that far. So,
2: I mean, <laughs> all, these, all these guys in the top five have a shot to be running back one, but realistically, unless McCaffrey's... Workload goes way down. It's McCaffrey. Like, there's not even a question anymore. His yeah. work, his workload is just out of the out of this world. I
0: I, I will agree, I I'll agree to an extent that this is kind of just trying to make a mountain out of a molehill. Where we're, we're I mean we're trying to create some stuff out of thin air here yeah. because we need to. But yeah, I mean, well, all right. Then let's take McCaffrey out of it because it's. I think we could all probably agree. Does he have a shot to finish his RB two? Yeah, that
2: maybe. Yeah, because anyone, everyone in this top five is pretty much interchangeable, besides McCaffrey.
1: And uh, that, I yeah, would yeah. say, I nah. would say there's a tear break. So yeah, McCaffrey and then I, Saquon and Zeke, and I'm then
2: not, I'm not saying there's. I wouldn't. I'm not saying I would pick them ahead of Saquon and Zeke. I'm saying interchangeable in the fact that one touchdown could be the difference here.
1: It's true. Yeah. For sure. And well I,
2: well, I mean, Saquon and Kamara are going to get more passing work than like whoever, who's at number five, I'm not going to mention yet, and then Zeke. But
3: stay so, tuned.
2: I mean, it's still going to be because of that. If they get a couple more touchdowns through the air, it could be all they need.
1: Yeah. I also think it comes down to health. I mean, if Kamara is healthy for 16 games, I think he could very well end up RB2. Yeah.
2: And
3: Camara's usually healthy for 16 games.
1: Yeah.
0: Okay. That's, yeah. And now let's move on to number five because to me, well, oh, I I don't know. I, I always flip back and forth with these two because you always always hear you talk about the big four. I almost think you should talk about the big four and a half because I think Dalvin Cook is fair to put in the conversation with these guys. Well,
1: I agree, but now we have to wait. So,
0: Well, now, yeah, obviously now we don't know, but I think people just He's so good when he's healthy. He's so good. Yeah. But 308 fantasy points, 1,358 rushing yards, 12 rushing touchdowns, and then he can also catch passes, even though we have him slightly on the lower end. 516 receiving yards, one receiving touchdown. Christian, this is such a freaking layup question. You suck.
1: It's not a layup.
0: But it's, it's the obvious question that we've already talked about last podcast. But what I know. Um, but how many games do we think Dalvin plays in 2020? He averages nine per season. Christian had tweeted well, this out as well, I believe. Yes, he did. And we did. had a decent, we had a decent amount of responses to it. I always, I hate these questions because you can't predict the future.
3: Okay, you can't
0: well, predict the
2: future. How about we start this off with: Do we think there's going to be an actual in-season holdout?
0: No, because he, Cook can't hold out. Well, he can't.
3: For, he has really no leverage. Good. Yeah, well, he he has leverage
2: in the extent that Madison is a good running back, but he's not Dalvin Cook in this offense. Just like Derek Henry in Tennessee <sighs> is catered to Dalvin Cook to be
1: their leader. So I agree, but fin- financially
2: Dalvin, he does not have leverage.
1: Well, yes. So Dalvin also watched Melvin Gordon try the same shit last year, and Melvin Gordon. <laughs> Ha, just got pushed out of town. He got a decent deal, and it's – I think Melvin Gordon's actually making close and, to what Dallin's asking for.
0: And Gordon basically said, oh, shit, I fucked up. I'm coming back.
1: Well, yeah, I mean, because Austin Eckler was, was tearing it up.
2: up. Because Gordon came back, and he, he slowed to start, but ended up looking pretty good. Got a pretty good-sized contract and doesn't have as much wear and tear on his body.
1: Yeah, I mean – so I th- I do think that there will be a holdout into training camp. Yeah. Maybe not the regular but season.
2: Here's the other thing is, Dalvin Cook usually anymore isn't playing in the preseason anyways. So sure. except for maybe a series, like just to get on the pad. Like,
0: I'll say 12.
2: I, I will say 14 to 15 because I'll, I'll say there's always a shot where if he, if his hamstring is tight, there's a very good chance they shut him down for the game. Which is what they did last year for one game, if I remember correctly. That is, I thought that was yeah. like a Thursday night game. Yeah. Uh, just because he he had like two years of hamstring problems, obviously, along with the the knee, but still.
0: Yeah, I mean, he missed two games last year, and he was still the he was the RB six. Yeah. Yeah.
2: I, I think it. Yeah. I mean, obviously, barring freak accident, I think it's a guaranteed fourteen to fifteen games. I don't think there's a holdout. Well, I, I don't think there's an in season holdout. Sorry.
1: Yeah. See, I think I'd probably go in the middle and say 13. Um, I know you you said 12, you said 14. I think 13 is a good roundabout because I do think that last year was the first time we've seen him healthy. Um, he played four his rookie year, 10 the following year when he was still recovering. I'll give, I'll give people that. But um, last year was the first time he's been over 10 games. So I need to, See it happen before. I'm like, oh yeah, I'll play fourteen to sixteen. Like, eh.
3: yeah,
0: it's hard yeah, to I agree. say and he would do something that he hasn't done before. I will agree.
2: I mean, there's so many guys that we viewed his injury from before that played play sixteen games the next year. Like, it happens every single year. So that's why I'm I'm fine with being the high end and just. Maybe he comes out for two half-a-games here and there. I don't don't
0: know. I do appreciate Randy's optimism. Yeah,
2: I mean, I I am always very – I mean, especially with injury, anytime we're predicting that. like, I mean, Stafford has had back issues for two years, and I'm not predicting him to play anything less than 16 games. Like, (laughs)
0: Uh, Why is it that Matthew Stafford comes up on every single podcast that we do? There's not a single Detroit Lion in this top 20. (laughs) no
2: for good reason uh, no ah, he
3: had, had a major i'd I'm say like i don't have catch. shares of carry
1: on. no now. it's it's fair but also matthew and you could like take a game or two away from stafford in my opinion but he also just played through that back injury 2 years ago and that's why yeah. like it's different for him versus it's, Dalvin, and it's also a different position. I understand, but still, yeah.
0: All right, so that top five I think is pretty unanimous wherever you look. Here's where it gets a little bit tricky. Number six, we have Derrick Henry. I'm not. I'm just gonna move past it. Just move past it. Two hundred sixty-five points, <laughs> <laughs> sixteen hundred yards, fourteen rush, fourteen rushing touchdowns. I had to double check that number. Um, Nine catches for 101 yards and a touchdown in the entire season. I love that number. Oh, Christ, And he still finishes his RB6? Mm-hmm. My God. I'm yep. saying, he's to answer football, the man. question of if Derrick Henry's a trap, I will hammer that button and say yes. Trap.
3: Because he's I mean, not going to be utilized I mean, that much. To that other question. Well, I think he's utilized this much.
2: That's the, the. I think the touchdowns could be a question, um, especially with the new running back in this in the team, uh, Darrington Evans, who I do think is very capable, definitely nowhere near the talent of Henry, but he's young. He's got fresh legs. Let's see what he can do. Uh, you just signed Tannehill to a big deal instead of the guy that carries your team, so they may <laughs> throw a little bit more. <laughs> so we'll see. We'll see. I, the thing with the trap question is, He's not getting drafted as r b six right now, except in that one mock that we did <laughs> last yeah.
3: year
1: like a week ago where he which started, like is a little baffling to me
2: it was just just happened for that one one mock that he was a first round pick most cases you're getting him mid to the turnaround of the second round uh after Chubb and mixon usually. Uh, right around yeah. Josh Jacobs, so I'm not going to say this is a trap necessarily, but I think the touchdown number could be.
1: Hmm. I think Darrington Evans is better than Deion Lewis, and that's why I have oh, pause a with Henry. About that. <laughs> well, it, it, and it also depends on what kind of role Evans takes. I mean, I know he's a capable pass catcher, and he needs to be because Derrick Henry sure as hell isn't, and I, you do get nervous taking guys that don't catch the ball a ton, but maybe Derrick Henry's working on his hands, or maybe he's saying, Fuck it. it I'm don't just matter. gonna keep doing what I do.
3: No, we
2: we had this conversation
3: crazy.
1: last year with Henry
2: after yeah, Randy he King remember mid-season. You yeah, pick. Where <laughs> No, I, going into drafts last year, people he, well, he doesn't catch the ball. He can't he's not gonna rush for end of the year like three hundred yards a game and fucking did it again, so why are we
0: yeah, questioning he, that he, goes, he can finish. He path. goes 211 yards and three touchdowns in week 15. And then his yeah. and then he he had 18 total receptions for the entirety of 2019. 18 receptions. I, I mean, Christian,
3: we, Christian was trying to hammer. On, no, no,
0: no. Hang on. Christian was – the one thing I will say, obviously I was wrong. I, I, I'm full on admitting it. Christian tried to hammer home to me that Henry was going to have a better year Catching passes in 2019 that he had in his career. He had 18 fucking catches the entire year. He had one catch for 75 <laughs> yards and a touchdown week one against the Browns. He didn't eclipse 36 fucking receptions, 36 yards receiving. That was his highest after week one. That is such yeah. bullshit. How,
1: how many did he have in 2018, though? How many receptions? 15.
0: He had. Yeah,
1: exactly. He got better, motherfucker.
0: Yeah. <laughs> You're think. the worst kind of person.
3: He also, he also had over 100 Here's, last year. Here's he my only
0: have I, I will keep saying that I was wrong about Derrick Henry, but we saw his yards per game go up from 66 in 2018 to 102 in 2019.
3: You were talking almost 40 yards a game jump. Mm-hmm. That's nuts.
1: Well, I mean, it, it came with Tannehill, man. It, like, when they made – like, Derrick Henry, other than week one with Mari- Mariota, he really was not efficient. He looked like Derrick Henry of old. And then insert Tannehill in week seven, and it, it was a whole different ball game because Tannehill's so good at play action, and Derrick Henry's so good at taking advantage of that. And I, I think he can repeat that. He might progress
0: Dude, Part weird. of this though, hang on. I I totally understand what you're saying, but Kansas City, Jacksonville, Indianapolis, Oakland, Houston, Houston. Those were the final six defenses he played. None of those are running back monsters defensively. I think no. the schedule got much easier in the second half of the season.
2: Yeah, but we knew that going in. <laughs>
1: And it's fairly easy this year.
2: And we have him at what, eleven of five consensus this year? So they're winning.
1: Yeah. And if I, they're winning
2: The big just, the big thing for me here is we literally gave it him almost identical rushing numbers with a slight regression of touchdowns and then just cutting his receiving in half
1: and, and he's he still RB six.
2: So that's
3: I hate I hate everything.
2: The thing hey. like you said though, Sean our, we had a slap bet for a reason. He was rotating around RB 8 through 12 most of the year last year. Until that 11.
0: fucking last game. <laughs> yeah. We had a shot. We, had, we had, a shot. had a shot. Yeah. And then he fucking rips off 211 <laughs> and three. Yeah. And
2: three. He, he,
1: he really slapped. And, so that's that. and that's the thing about Henry, too. He always does that at the end of the year. And he can be a league winner just for that. Like, Trader Christian,
0: Christian was on edge. He was nervous. Oh, he, he he was he was nervous.
1: Fuck yeah, I was.
0: Cuz he was like RB10 going into week 15. Then he just fucking does that. <laughs> Let's take a break. Fuck this shit. <laughs> we'll be back. All right, I'm all right. I'm I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. I just hate talking about Derrick Henry with every part of me. Let's get into number 7, Aaron Jones. This one I think people are going to Kind of do a double take at? because the entire narrative around all of fantasy football, and we agree that he's due for regression. How much though? So? so 265 fantasy points we have him at under just under a thousand yards and 919, 11 touchdowns. So obviously that's down from last year, 46 receptions for 411 yards and four touchdowns. So what do we think? like what is your guys's opinion on Aaron Jones going into
3: 2020? Okay. <laughs>
0: sure. That, I think everybody can agree to that. But how much? Does he, do you, Randy, do you see him still as a top 10 running back?
2: Well, I mean, I, I think it was probably about three weeks to a month ago where we had our regress candidates, and Aaron Jones is my first one.
0: And To be I, honest with you, I don't remember what you said. I, I remember I, he was on there. I don't remember what you said.
2: Well, I'll, I said Aaron Jones is going to regress everywhere, and a new running back in the system is going to affect that as well. It won't just take away carries from Williams. It'll take away stuff from Aaron Jones and possibly touchdowns. That being said, these stats we have him getting about sixteen less carries, about a hundred less yards, five less rushing touchdowns, <laughs> uh, one more receiving. Huh? No, three less rece- three less receptions.
3: Yeah, I meant one touchdown. more
2: receiving touchdowns. A little bit yeah. less receiving yards, but one more touchdown. <laughs> so. To me the only thing else on here that I'd say is for sure going to go down maybe is you could maybe take one to two more touchdowns off the rushing but that would be saying that AJ Dillon takes over the goal line work completely which I don't think that's a for sure thing. I think he could take away a lot of goal line carries but he's not going to take away them all. So Plus, uh, Jamal
0: Williams is still a thing. Huh? Jamal is Williams. No,
2: Jamal Williams is still a thing. Yes, 100%. Awesome. He, would you,
0: guys rather have, would you guys rather have Justice Hill or Jamal Williams in a dynasty league? Justice Hill. No, oh,
3: okay. Jamal Williams.
1: Crap. I, dude, I would rather have Justice Hill because Mark Ingram's going to be gone and it's going to be JK and Justice because Gus Edwards is gone too.
2: Bro, maybe they draft a running back every goddamn year. It's
1: true. But Justice <laughs> right, Hill just- is Yeah,
2: <laughs> Either I, way.
1: Yeah. All right,
0: sorry. I I went just to say I was on the clock. It's 20th round. I was on the clock.
2: (laughs) I'm the one that's called regression for him, and I'm also agreeing with these numbers, really. I I think there is a chance he gets a little bit less yards and receptions in this, but we're picking Harris (laughs) at that point, and he's only 0.6 points under Derrick Henry. (laughs) So it's literally just because he catches the ball that that he's all the way up here. So if, if Williams could take away that, uh, maybe, but like we've because
0: said, I don't see I, AJ Dillon coming in and being the pass catcher.
2: Oh, he will not. Ne- oh, he's going to no. catch as many balls as Derrick Henry. So, <clears throat> no. The, the real thing here is they didn't address the receiver position, so the running backs are going to still get car- like touches. So, I think this yeah. is perfect for him. I think he finishes anywhere from seven to thirteen. I think that's the complete range, and I, I'm fine with these. I'm fine with the stat line.
1: Yeah, and so I started him out, and obviously I'm on the high end. I don't know anyone that has Aaron Jones this high. Um, and the reason, the reason I'm on the high end is because I couldn't bring him down anymore. Like, they're a run-first offense now, um, which is weird to say about the, the Green Bay Packers, but that's what they are. That's what they've committed to based on their draft. Uh, they drafted a fullback, for fuck's sake, in the third round or second round, third round, I think. Um so yeah the De- deguara but aaron jones is still going to get work no matter what aj dillon is and like i said i mean i had him come down in almost everything and this is where he landed and i i was a little surprised but i'm not like i wasn't going to change it i mean that's how i feel No, i think i, I was I, I just think it's not no i know i know but i just think like across the industry people are way too low on him and yeah. people are going to be pleasantly surprised when they can pick up Aaron Jones in the second and still get an RB one.
2: Well, here, here's the thing. Like he's going to get more rushing attempts than Kamara. So like that's going to buzz, that's going to bump him up. And then he's going to get probably a little bit over half of what Kamara would get receiving. I think this is exactly half here. So he's going to, he's going to be up high. I mean, especially if we're talking Kamara has a chance to be, RB2, like, anyone that's getting somewhere near those numbers is gonna be up high. I think, worst case, he gets 200 carries for like 800 yards, maybe like 8 touchdowns. That's absolute bottom and having his worst year, basically. Because they're completely splitting
3: it three ways.
1: Yeah. I'm also of the belief that Jamal Williams takes most of the hit from A.J. Dillon being there. He could. I just...
0: If think, you guys if you guys had to guess right now is Aaron Jones on the Green Bay Packers in 2021.
1: Yes. I think the plan is to let Jamal go. I would agree. Okay, and be irrelevant.
0: Cuz they're both they're both contracts are up. I know. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't Aaron I think Aaron Jones is restricted though where Williams is not. I think that's I mean, how it works. I mean, I, I, I remember looking at this up a couple of weeks ago.
2: They're going to yeah. have to Either tag.
0: Basically, they have to make a decision.
2: Yeah, they have to do something because someone else is going to offer them something.
0: Oh. If, you, if you boys don't like receiving, reception running backs, do I have a running back for you at number eight? <laughs> Which is kind of mind-boggling to me. Josh Jacobs finishes as our RB8. 262 fantasy points. Uh, slightly under 1,300 yards on 283 carries, 12 touchdowns. Only 27 catches for 269 and 2. Um how much does this hurt him? It hurts his ceiling it like it definitely does
2: yeah, he won't be r b two he he won't ever be because he doesn't get well he i he doesn't get he hasn't gotten the receiving work yet. he was a pretty decent receiving back in college, and i do think he he's not he shouldn't get like fifty catches, but he can get like thirty five to forty in a year i'd say. Uh, I don't know. He mad
1: about Zeke, too, though. And then Zeke wow. came out and was like, no, I can do it.
2: Yeah, but I mean, <laughs> Zeke also
3: had Dobbins with him. So. No, he didn't. didn't they he? weren't.
1: No. He had him for one year. Yeah. And JK barely, he didn't get on the field a ton. But I guess to my point, like Zeke, his rookie year even didn't show a ton of passing work, right? Like he was still around this.
2: And the big thing was they were discussing getting him more involved. And then he hurt his shoulder. And then they were just like, well, (laughs) he can't really raise his hands above his head. So we're just throwing that out of the window, but he can still run people over somehow.
0: Also guys, I please ask, don't question me on Ohio state facts. (laughs) Z came out and after 15 Dobbins wasn't on the team till 17.
3: Oh, sorry. Well, it's not that who the hell,
2: I don't remember who it was, but there was a guy that was a decent. Weber receiver. was uh, Mike Weber there yeah. at that time. It was Weber.
3: He can't catch you
2: back then. i sorry, it's hard to remember that far back after studying so much Ohio State since then. Uh, either way, so Josh Jacobs,
0: yes. Mike Weber. To answer your question, Mike Weber was a freshman in 15, but he didn't play. He redshirted. Okay.
2: Yeah. Either way, Josh Jacobs is going to be at least somewhat in the mold. Of like Henry and Zeke, where they're just going to get a ton of carries and cook. Sorry, and uh, just be the focal point of this offense. Uh, we're still up in the air on Carr, and they just brought in a fresh batch of way too many receivers that are rookies. So they are going to be dumping the ball quickly and early, and they're going to be running a ton, and that's going to benefit Jacobs.
0: Let me to answer your right, so last thing to answer your question. Think now, receiver. In the NFL, that's Curtis who. Samuel. Who,
2: yes, Curtis, okay, that makes
0: yeah. Curtis me. Samuel had seventy-four receptions, eight hundred sixty-five yards, and you know, and like right when Zeke left, Samuel became the receiver. So it all my, it all rounds together. I agree, but that's just because Ohio State running backs have been so good. Thank
3: you. Go Bucks.
0: Uh, um, um,
2: I knew there was. I knew there was a receiving back during his time, but, but
0: it's be. nuts to me. I just I don't see any way that Jacobs. Skill set changes per se, especially well, with John Gruden theres
2: coming yeah well, that, I'm not talking to skill set changing right this is barely an increase from his receptions last year, and they, we're, me and Christian are more saying that he has the ability to catch more. It's just
0: I don't it think it might not happen well, especially in twenty twenty
2: I mean we're also talking about a team that has Darren Waller, who's a breakout tight end, uh Hunter Renfro, who has a rookie seemed to break out a little bit in the slot. Uh, and, and I mean, so those are two guys catching the ball in the same exact space. So I don't think there's going to be a lot of design plays for
1: Jacobs. Yeah. Well, and, and I just think Jacobs, probably his ceilings RB five somewhere near what Derek Henry was last year, but, um, that, that would include him being a three down back. I think, I don't even think if he's a three down back, he gets up to that. like.
2: 2-3-4. Yeah, yeah. I don't think so either. I think he has that maybe in his future. Uh but I'm not gonna say he doesn't at this point, but he's just not he's not there yet this year. Uh but I, I just love everything he did last year. I understand the Raiders do have a really good offensive line even though it was a little banked up last year. But it is getting older so we'll see if that continues. Uh but <laughs> he he's he is a workhorse on first and second down and they just paid Richard to catch balls. They brought in Lynn Bowden to be a receiver running back, even though he has some dealings going on in his house.
0: Locked so. up. They won't let me.
2: Out. <laughs> so, they won't let me out.
0: He didn't get up. Up, He, he didn't get anyway, oh,
2: That's what Nana. I mean. Like,
0: Nana got locked Nana got locked up.
2: Even if we believe in his receiving work, like he could do it, they're clearly not going to feed him that. They're gonna, they want him
3: fresh on first and second down.
0: All right. Um, let's move on here to uh number 10 Nine. now nine. is nine. My bad. God, I see, I have things set up for number 10 about what I want to talk about. And I, that's what I was looking at. So, uh, number nine, which honestly you can make an argument. It's kind of the same thing for two different guys here. Um, Nick Chubb at number nine, 260 fancy points, uh, 1,476 yards, 10 touchdowns, 30 receptions for 204, and a touchdown. Boy, we just love these non-pass-catching running backs. Um,
2: (laughs) It's the same thing where Chubb could catch the ball a little bit more, but he doesn't need to.
0: Yeah, is that uh, that other guy in the backfield by the name of Kareem Hunt, who in his own right was a top-five running back before he went and got dumb, Mm
3: -hmm. is
0: he going to be a problem for Nick Chubb's ceiling?
3: Uh, Yeah, for sure. This this may actually be Nick Chubb's ceiling this year. I disagree. I I mean I, I'm I'm not going with
2: finish like ninth finish. I'm saying the stats because we're we're talking damn near fifteen hundred yards and ten touchdowns, thirty catches, two hundred four and touchdown receiving. With you know what's
1: crazy, man,
2: backs that maybe I understand we're going to the Stefanski system. It's focal point of the run and play action. I'm just saying
1: this could well, be the ceiling. I, fair, but I had his yards come down because of Kareem Hunt. I understand uh, that, but he also had 10 weeks without Kareem Hunt. Right, but I think we also saw in Stefanski's offense in Minnesota that they like to rely on one <laughs> running back in what Dalvin Cook was able to do. I know they use Madison and spell levels and Kareem Hunt's way better than Alexander Madison. So I could see a world where Kareem does limit Chubb's ceiling, but I can also see a world where Kareem Hunt barely gets on the field and if he does, it's in uh kind of weird packages where he can line up in the slot as well. I know we've talked about that for a couple different running backs, but Kareem has the pass catching ability that Nick Chubb doesn't. Um so I- I'm intrigued to see what happens, but I don't I don't know that Kareem's going to limit what Chubb does, at least, I guess, on a week-to-week basis. Um, I think you're still going to be confident in rolling Chubb as your RB1. I
3: mean, like, I, like
2: I'm saying, like, I'm not trying to say he's going to finish as a mid-tier RB2. No, like, I... he, he's very clearly has an RB1 potential, just because he did it last year, too. I'm just saying, it's, Kareem Hunt, like you said, is now alexander Majesty He's much, much better. Uh, so that talent alone should determine him being on the field. And I know last year they were a little split back, uh, split back situations. <laughs> if I can speak. Uh, but that, I don't think that happens as much this year. Cause they did bring in, I think two fullbacks in total to make sure they get that position locked up. So I don't, I he could be in the slot. They don't, they have Higgins and uh, people's Jones definitely isn't really a slot.
0: So, I don't know, man. I mean, I think we could see Njoku maybe, I don't know. What do you guys think Njoku would end up being more of a slot role? Or maybe not well, Landry. no, I,
2: I don't really. I mean.
0: In that two tight end system.
2: The slot's going to be Landry. I don't know what I'm talking about.
0: Yeah, but oh. yeah, we all suck. I mean, yeah. unless unless
1: watching
0: that.
2: The last two years, he's been playing the outside. That's why. Sorry.
1: Well. <laughs> But the thing is, is they're gonna run more twelve personnel, and there is no slot. Yeah, I agree. But, I mean, there could be but, slot, but if but there's, there's
3: slots,
2: if, it's, if it's twelve personnel, we just like
0: saying slot. I like if it's like twelve
2: personnel. Then Hunt's not on the field.
3: <laughs> True.
2: Unless unless he's in for the plays, like, and that's the thing unless we could
3: yeah. we
2: could be going like if it's a long series, Chubb gets three to four carries, then Hunt comes in for three or four. If it's also, a I, also,
0: drive, I also appreciate the Wii. I'm I'm digging that. <laughs> Brandy's got like eight wheeze in
3: the I end said film. we can be looking at <laughs> Yeah. Oh Christian knows what I'm talking about. Yeah. I do. Randy sucks. sucks. I oh, don't condone that. Oh. <laughs> All right. So now
0: let's move on to number ten.
3: My best friend is my best
0: friend. <laughs> <laughs> so number ten. We have Austin Eckler at 260 fantasy points. Well, 200, shut up, Randy. Well, Chubb at 260, you got to clarify. 259.9 fantasy <laughs> points for Austin Eckler. 701 yards on 155 carries, four touchdowns. 72 catches on 698 yards, five touchdowns. <sighs> Phil Duck Floating Rivers. What? That's, that's the nickname we come up with?
1: I didn't have a better one, dude. I just typed these in when I was on the shit earlier.
0: <laughs> the question is: How much
3: will the absence of Phil Rivers impact Eckler? Uh, <sighs> I think none. Mm. That's
0: I. This to me, this is of the top, more top end guys. This is the biggest question mark to me, because still, guys like like you know Chubb is. Gonna get his like gets a lot of work, you know. um Even like Cook, obviously, if he's healthy, he's he's really good. Aaron he, Aaron Jones to that, but like, what do we like? What do you do with Austin Eckler? Because you've never seen him in an offense where he's featured. We saw because, that last year, sure, uh, and I agree with at you. At
2: least half the year, I guess. But true. here,
0: but so Melvin Gordon came back week five. He had 12 attempts. Uh, yeah, Austin no, Eckler, in, in those four weeks before that, he had 12 rushing attempts, 17 rushing attempts, 9 rushing attempts, and 18 rushing attempts. His highest total was 66 rushing yards. This is my issue with Austin Eckler, is because we don't know if he can ever be a feature back running the ball. I mean... I, I almost attribute him more to like a James White role where he's going to catch a lot of passes, but we like they. I mean, they have Justin Jackson still. Like, obviously, Justin Jackson isn't Melvin Gordon level, but we've never like his career high in rushing yards. Obviously, albeit three years, is five hundred fifty seven.
2: So here's my thing. I, I don't think he's James White. I think he's he's more towards Camara, but definitely not not that level. Uh, just of a complete back, at least. Uh, so last year he had. 132 carries for 557 yards. So this is only about 20 more carries for about 150 more yards. So that's, that's reasonable because 20 carries a game, 150 yards. Like, that could happen. I don't know that, that necessarily happens for Eckler, but he his big playability is there. So the yards could be a little high, but I don't think it's that high for a guy that's the feature running back. Um. And the receiving work is just going to be there. And it's actually a uh, good amount down.
1: Well, the Here thing is, too, Sean, the, the thing is, like, we don't have him statted out as a workhorse back getting a ton of carries. He's less than 10 carries a game. Yeah. Uh, and so hmm. I think that will give you a little bit of reassurance. But he's also a guy I'm staying away from. because I agree.
0: I, I will agree with that. And here's my other question. Are we not giving enough notice to Justin Jackson?
2: See, and that's the thing is you can't say Justin Jackson either because they, they drafted Joshua Kelly, who I think is at worst the same level as Justin
1: Jackson. Well, and I think Kelly's a better like ground and pound type of guy. like That's what Jackson does, but Jackson has shown the ability to catch passes too. He's, he's not a huge guy, and I think Kelly might get like, the we need two yards, throw Kelly out there because Austin Eckler sure as hell can't.
0: I mean, here's here's the thing, too. Sorry, Randy, but Austin or Justin Jackson in his limited work last year, he, I mean, he obviously, albeit he had two uh, 29 total carries, but he had seven yards a carry. Like, I don't think he's any slouch by any. So, I that's why that's why I'm wondering if we're not giving him enough, like, if we're not looking at him enough as I mean, we talk about like. We talk about some of these guys, how, how big these handcuffs are, how especially this year is one of them. And, and maybe it's not even a handcuff situation. Maybe it's a Philip Lindsay, Melvin. Maybe it's something like a Phil, Philip Lindsay, Melvin Gordon situation where Randy and I are on opposite sides of you, Christian, where you think that it's going to be more of a 50 50 split. Is this a scenario where Justin Jackson could still get 40% of the touches?
2: Okay. So I, I did the Chargers, and I'll, I'll just give you the whole rundown I had for the running backs. I had Eckler with 155 attempts. Justin Jackson was 73 and Joshua Kelly, who I actually am a pretty big believer in, and 89 attempts, kind of getting like the workload down the stretch type thing where he basically wins out by week 10, the position Gosh. from Jackson with Jackson still getting a few touches and their total carries for the year. It averages out to about 23 rushes a game. So that is nowhere near top echelon. So I, I think Eckler is going to be the workhorse running back for his team, but we're talking like
0: 10 carries a game. That's fine, but let me hit you with the scenario. We, you and I both agree, Randy, that Tyrod Taylor isn't the quarterback for very long in Los Angeles. Let's yeah. say Justin Herbert comes in, let's call it week six, week seven. That, I feel like that, that rushing number is going to be too low with a rookie quarterback.
2: So here's the thing. Uh, I don't necessarily disagree. I just don't think their line and like this exact talent pool that they have is going to be able to be like a workhorse running team. I I think 23 to 25 carries a game is kind of the max for them. And Eckler, I mean, I I have a hard time saying he isn't going to be given a shot to be their top guy. And to me, getting 20 more carries is giving him the shot and letting two other guys run kind of in short distance ranges. I I mean, I think that's a pretty fair assessment. And like you said with Tyrod, that's why the main question was, is without Phillip Rivers, is he going to be a different player? Well, no, because Tyrod, even though he doesn't have a noodle arm, just like Rivers, uh, he does play the short game. He plays the conservative game and the smart game, if you will. And he does run himself to a certain extent, and I also think that Herbert comes in for at least half the year. But the playbook is going to be short because that's what Tyrod runs too, and they're going to be going short. There is going to be a few more deep balls for sure with Herbert. But
0: why the do I? Going well, to be the same. Why do I feel like we're going to see Travis Etienne in a Los Angeles Chargers uniform next season?
2: Uh, I just don't know. I, I don't think so. There is so many more teams that are that could use a different running back at that point. I would
0: Fine. Chubba, give me Chubb, then Chubb Hubbard.
2: I, I'm not saying they don't draft a running back. I, I, just, I just
0: think they're going to take one of the higher ones because I, I, I'm with Christian, I'm staying away from Eckler. But that I honestly proves, feel like he's going to disappoint.
2: But that proves my point more because if, if they're gonna be drafting a top running back next year, that means they gave Eckler the shot and they know he can't get it done first and second down.
1: Well, and they also just gave him a fair amount of money, so they believe in a role. No matter we what, we all know. Have.
0: We all know how I feel about running backs that are five ten. Yeah, That's
3: accurate. Duke Johnson. Oh my god! Don't get me started. <laughs> all
0: right, let's move on to running back eleven. Uh, I see your Dalvin Cook holdout interest, and I raise you, Joe Mix. two hundred forty-eight. fantasy points, 12 under 26 yards on 296 carries with 7 touchdowns, 40 catches 322 yards and 2 touchdowns through the air. Now, we all agree that the Bengals' offense is going to be better. They added weapons. They're hopefully going to have a healthy A.J. Green. Their line's going to be a tad better. Is this the year that you can finally rely on Mixon to be a top 5 running back that he's been drafted in the past to be?
3: No.
1: (laughs) <laughs> well really guy. we have him at 11 so no uh i agree with randy i don't think he's going to be that top five guy and he's been drafted there i've seen him uh i've seen him going that high in drafts again and it's just false hope i think i mean he's a very talented running back but Gio bernard is still there and until he's not i don't know if Mixon eclipses this 40 catch mark I, I. He can catch sixty passes. I think. I think he can catch maybe seventy passes because he's really good at it. But for whatever what about reason,
0: eighty passes could. Yeah, what, about, what about ninety
3: passes?
1: Probably not. No. What about one hundred and twenty. I will say. I think
2: this is the work. Like the the major question of him being a workhorse, he should be that we want him to be. Isn't he the workhorse already? It's just the offense hasn't been very good. I I do think they're gonna try and focus on Mixon early, but at some point this is gonna get turned focus on Joe Burrow, uh, with Mixon kind of leading the charge with him. I mean eleven, I mean I think it's gonna be the same kind of as Aaron Jones. I'd say anywhere from seven to thirteen. I just don't think he has a shot to be top five, just because I don't think he I don't think he has a shot to get that many touchdowns. I think is the big thing for me.
0: This dude is always a damn enigma to me because he's just so goddamn talented. Like, he's yeah. so good. It's just the line's been ball like terrible, but I mean, like in eighteen he had eighty three yards per game, which was a, which was a fair fair number. But then he went, he dropped twelve yards a game in twenty nineteen. But like he just sh- he shows flashes of just how much he has that burst, how he can create separation and then just go, how he's, he can evade tackles. It's just like you didn't see that a lot last year, and I think that's scaring people away. I, and I don't know if that's necessarily fair.
2: I, well, the thing was I was excited for Mixon last year because I didn't think they're with A.J. Green possibly not coming back and Dalton, I'm not an
0: ultra being big Andy, fan. Being Andy Dalton.
2: Yeah, and besides that they had basically nothing. So I I saw
0: Christian Christian shot a <laughs> look at me as I said yeah. that. I,
2: I, I was all in on Mixon. Thought he was gonna carry this team and be a workhorse, which I mean he did do, but I thought he was gonna be top five last year. And now that the quarterback's better, res- receivers are better. I don't think he has that upside.
0: Yeah, I mean what's nuts is in in a probably a down year which you can, I mean, only four touchdowns the entire season, his yards per carry dropped almost a full point or a full yard. He still finishes RB 13.
1: Yeah. I, I, I obviously, Sean, you know, I like Mixon. I acquired him from you. Um, yeah. So, I, I mean, I'll be happy with RB 11, but in redraft, I'm probably not going to get too many shares because he's going higher than this. So.
0: Yeah. And even in Dynasty, he's going top five, top six running backs. Um, Which is kind Henry. of
1: reasonable. He's only 23.
0: Yeah. It's, it, to me, it's amazing. Um, like, once you get past the Cook Mixon, just the drop and tier it gets when you get into like the Jacobs Chubb and then you get into the rookies and even Henry to an extent, but it's nuts. Like, and that's just me doing all these Dynasty drafts. But I digress. All right. So let's move on to our 12th and final running back on today's show. This is maybe going to surprise some people. It's Clyde Edward Tolare, the brand new toy for Andy Reid. 246.5 fantasy points, 936 yards on 195 carries and seven touchdowns, 48 receptions, 489 yards, and three touchdowns. So, through the end, that's receiving. So the question we have is, how much will Damian Williams limit his uh, Edward Hilaire's ceiling? Before we get to that, when this season is Clyde Edward Hilaire announced as the starting running back for the Kansas City Chiefs, I am giving it to Week Three. Week One.
1: Yeah. Week One.
0: I, I'd, I'd say for Week
3: One, worst case.
0: You guys think he is the guy?
1: Yeah. Or, or Damian Williams is listed as the starter. But Clyde is clearly the the running back they go to. Like maybe, maybe you're right with the week three official start, but like Damien might get the one carry and then sit his I, ass down. I mean,
3: <laughs> maybe, like even with this workload, that doesn't mean that
2: Damien can't get 100 carries and like four or five touchdowns. It's true. This is, this is a very, very high powered offense.
0: We don't talk about Damien Williams on this podcast, Randy. You we talk about the same first. <laughs>
1: it is your fault.
0: <laughs> you put the question in.
1: No, oh, God. It, it's my fault. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But um
0: We and we all know that Christian thinks there's a talent gap. I and I get it. And obviously Clyde Edwards Hilaire is really good. Do you guys think this is too high?
3: I do not think it's too high.
0: You statted him.
3: <laughs> so yeah.
1: Add him for the rank, I just yeah. And Randy, when he saw where he landed, he goes, "Oh, is that really what we want to do?" And I'm cool with it too. Like I think, I think a low end RB one is what you'll look at in an offense that I mean is just the most explosive you can be. I mean, for all we know, Pat Mahomes' touchdown numbers might come down because they're gonna throw, they're gonna get to the one, they're gonna give the ball to Clyde, and we have fucking twenty two touchdowns or something crazy. Like, yeah, he's gonna
0: have twenty two touchdowns in a season, Christian.
1: He could, you never know. In this offense. I,
0: we're
2: we're talking ten touchdowns on one of the best offenses we've seen in the last few years. Yeah. For for the best running back on the team. And a guy that Patrick Mahomes himself basically begged the team to draft.
1: Yeah. It it's I I don't know that I'm like super comfortable drafting him in this this area. But He's also going a little higher than this um, in places. I don't know what his actual ADP is right now, but um, I, I'd be cool with getting some shares of him in redraft. I'd also like to have him in Dynasty, Sean. Add Sean.
0: Yeah, you, better, you better be selling the house. You can have Jerry Judy. No. I would have drafted Jerry Judy if I wanted Jerry Judy, Christian.
3: I'm going to draft Jerry Judy at fourth overall?
0: Yes. That's my yeah, that's my point. See, Gosh. Christian, this is why we don't like your trades.
1: <laughs> I'm actually gonna be working on an article of it's gonna be like a a beginner's guide to trading and dynasty. And you guys are gonna help because I suck at it. You're
0: you're the one writing this article. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You do not
2: suck. You have screwed over many a damn people. You suck at it now because you screwed over so many
1: people. And now <laughs> they won't trade with me. Yes, I know. Yeah. Yes. I know the feeling so I'll I'll separate it into years. First year you screw over people and then when they catch on, you have to you change go, the strategy.
0: Okay, what do I have to do? All right. So that's it for our top 12 running back rankings for 2020. Uh, as always, follow us at the cut FFL on all social media platforms. Uh, we need more reviews. Um, please get on there. Uh, the reviews is part of the for part of the contest entries. Again, Not positive, but I think it is.
1: Let let me run through how to enter uh, to be in our listener league really quick. So you have to follow us on Twitter. You have to retweet the thread that has the instructions and the details. And you have to show proof that you're subscribed to the podcast or that you listen. Um, Preferably if you listen, hit that subscribe. Um, But those three things are the base. That will get you one entry. There's also bonus entry opportunities where if you leave us a review, if you put a tweet out um, and shout us out and tell your friends, and then there's a third one that I'm blanking on right now. You Um, send
0: Sean $20 via Venmo.
1: No, 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 no. Mm. You will not be Damn collusion before the league's even real.
0: Hey, guys, if you want to get in, who else but the host? (laughs) I'm just saying. Uh.
1: (laughs) Um, but yeah, so there's there's bonus entry opportunities. We're talking about uh, also opening up some more because we have had quite a few entries already. So you don't want to miss out if you if you do want to be in our listener league. You, the time is now to enter um, and those will be announced by <laughs> <July> 12th. <laughs> um,
3: the, the, other,
2: the other bonus was DM us your email. So we put you on mm-hmm. the email chains. Mm-hmm.
0: Makes Good. sense. And then Sean will DM you back as Venmo.
2: Oh, do not oh, send, real. never send Sean money. No, He's not. except, yeah. except he's,
0: after you beat Christian in the championship of a fantasy league. <laughs> then you send me money.
2: He's the commissioner of a dynasty league for us, and I'm not sending him money. That, nope. True. Yeah. yeah. I think I
0: have already done, but I nope. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I hate my life. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, and uh, one last thing: we did peak last week at number forty-eight in the fantasy sports category on Apple Podcast. Thank you. Um, that's that's awesome. I mean, who would have thought? And now, granted, we have forty-eight other spots to overtake, but slowly but surely, uh, we want to get into the top twenty. So, tell your friends, tell your family, tell those random people that you're in a fantasy league with that you've never even met before. Um, anything. Uh, tell your dog. Put us on when you leave the house. Dogs like some kind of sound going on. We don't care. It's still a listen. Um, <laughs> true.
3: A play is a play. <laughs> yeah,
0: <right? laughs> mm-hmm.
3: Other no, than that,
1: One more thing. Sorry. Oh, my God. So I have – well, I didn't want you to ask me. I say I have nothing left, and then I still talk. <laughs> uh, part two of our running back rankings will be out next week, and then you'll get the rankings article. I'm also working on getting – an actual um ranking like pdf document so it's easier to reference where we can update it more regularly so i don't have to edit the articles um so that'll be probably just for all of the consensus rankings and it'll be published online and it'll be like an ebook you can read it there um, but it's Ooh. a lot of work so i don't know if i'll actually finish that up
0: Then. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, please submit your applications for social media intern. Uh, inquire within, uh, and we will review and get back to you. It is definitely something we can do. We can't pay you, we can't give you any benefits, but hey, come work for us anyway.
1: We're fun guys to work with. Well, some. All right, so
3: <laughs>
0: if that's it, we're, we're gonna get out of here. Patricia Williams, Hall, I'm Ward. We'll talk to you next week. We gone.